Comic Book Savant, episode 452. Welcome back to the Comic Book Savant podcast. I'm your host, James Harris. This episode, we're going to talk about uh, comic book or online subscription services. It is a... Uh, a lot of rumblings going on in and around the comic book industry and outside of the comic book industry in the collected um, in the collective mediums attached to them like television for movies things of that nature so I wanted to kind of drill down on the topic a little bit more talk about some subscription services out there and try my best to explain them to everyone there's so many of them out there we've talked about them quite a bit uh, in recent months in the Facebook groups, I thought it was a good opportunity to try to have a larger discussion and bring it, bring the topic to everyone in the community uh, that might not be a part of the Facebook group. As I've always talked about it before, you can find the group at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash the Savant Society. You just request uh, entry into the group. Once I see that you request it, I approve it and you come right in. I normally do a post welcoming you to the group. And then from there, you can post something separate, just, you know, uh, describing yourself or introducing yourself to everyone. And then we just hit the ground running from there. Um, I'm relatively active in the group and other people are constantly in there. So like if you just have generalized questions for me or for the group, you can throw them out there. If you're wanting to, um, you know, you're curious about starting a new uh, a new book or, or, or reading something up on a new character and want to know, like, what's a good starting point, um, things like that. Those are the questions that normally get thrown out there. So if I can't get to it immediately. Um, if you post it in the group, someone will chime in. We have built a really great community. We're about 42 members strong now. So it's grown over time. So I always like to throw it out there because it is a good environment for us to get to know one another and just to communicate as comic fans, which I, like, I've really enjoyed uh, the more people joining into the group and us communicating and uh, us getting to know one another. It's been a really a great experience. Before I draw, get down into the meat of the episode, I'd just like to give a shout out to my friends over at the Comics Podcast Network, which you can find over at comicspodcast.com. Uh, if you like what I do here and you're looking for more comic book related content to listen to, it's a great one-stop shop to go find uh, similar content uh again it's been around the comics podcast network has been around for about 10 to 12 years ish i think at this point it's been around for quite a bit of time um again it's just a platform for for podcasts you know if you're a comic uh podcast fan to find more content that you're looking for and if you're an aspiring or starting out podcaster is a platform to help grow your listenership in the cross promote like-minded people and they do the same in return and hopes to grow both of your audiences so it's a good kind of co-op type situation and i've been a member since the inception to now um it's done nothing but wonders for me uh, as far as helping growing my listenership uh, meeting similar uh podcasters and connecting and making friends as well in that space so it's been nothing uh, but a, a blessing in that way, as far as that's concerned. But with all that being said, let's jump into the topic at hand, which is uh, digital subscription services. It's a lot out there, and it can be confusing because again, you have the whole crossover now with with everything's just not comic books anymore. We have that cross pollination between television 
comics, print comics, digital comics, uh, television, uh, animation, and live live film adaptations as well. And it's only getting more murkier or more confusing or more grander because they are these blockbuster movies. These movies, if you look at someone like Marvel, where their films now are averaging you know, a box office of a billion dollars, a movie at this point, um, it's become big business and a lot of people are interested and they're pulling at the uh, comic adaptations. They have become the new the new end thing. So we're going to start off with one of the longer running services that's been around is Marvel Unlimited. I, I want to say Marvel Unlimited it has been around for over 10 years at this point. They were one of the, the, the companies that went on the forefront and offering uh, comics available on a, in a you know a digital subscription based kind of uh, service. They have uh, two options you can pick from. You have the Marvel Unlimited just standard, which you do a yearly subscription, which runs you about sixty nine ninety nine a year. Um, you can sign up for that, and they also have the Marvel Unlimited Plus, which is a yearly subscription of ninety nine ninety nine a year. Uh, the difference between the two is that with the plus you get a few more bonuses and discounts you also get like a welcome packet that gives you all like figures and pens collectible collectible pens that they normally give out like at comic conventions and things like that so you get this whole welcome packet and you get more uh bonuses as far as if you buy digital comics or if you buy um merchandise from the marvel store you get bigger discounts so it just would depend the only thing that kind of hurts a service like Marvel Unlimited, you're limited to Marvel Comics. But if you're a diehard Marvel fan and you want to read everything Marvel, then it pays off to subscribe to Marvel Unlimited. I have multiple videos on the YouTube channel where I discuss in detail and I do comparisons of some of these services. So if you want a deeper dive and a bigger breakdown or how each of these individual services compare to the other check out um, youtube.com forward slash comic book savant and you go on the playlist for the comic book collector's guide i have numerous videos uh because a lot of the the um viewers there requested me to do those kind of videos so i've done a ton of them which i haven't covered it as much here and i'm trying to kind of correct that and talk about some of these these services because the holidays are coming up you know a lot of times people can ask for these for gifts or they get them as gifts so i wanted to kind of let you know what the landscape is looking like right now when it comes to kind of these offerings and i know we've also discussed in the facebook group as, as well as people starting to run out of space for physical comics so they're doing like a, a transition where you know their treasured books they still buy in either in floppy format the monthly floppy format or you know trades or hardcovers and trying to conserve space so they're starting to convert over where books are they're just they're not as enthusiastic about as far as collecting but they just like to read they're doing kind of like a half and half situation and that's kind of how my personal process started when i converted over um and getting rid of physical media um and and going more digital it started as a kind of hybrid the books that i loved and i collected that i wanted to have on my shelf i kept buying and like collected in hardcover formats primarily is in, towards the end of my 10 years pretty much i would wait but i pretty much i was a diehard fan because i went from floppies i would sell i had an ebay store so i would sell my floppies uh sell the floppies for the heart uh the trade paperbacks then i would 
uh, sell my trade paperbacks via my eBay store and then buy whatever that exclusive hardcover because sometimes they would come out maybe a year later after the book the books were released. So I kind of went through this uh, this upgrade process and then after a while because I was reading so many books I think I just start buying I would wait and just buy the trades and then upgrade the trades to the hardcovers when or if they were were released or omnibus form uh and i would kind of do that kind of cutting out buying floppies like all together for a lot of stuff next up we covered marvel um we have dc universe so with dc universe they've been around for a little bit over a year now they had a year anniversary i think in august or september so dc universe has been around for a little bit now their uh yearly subscription cost is about 74.99 a year now they're different where marvel is just comics period and i meant to mention this as well with marvel unlimited their books are normally like roughly on a six month delay so you'll never have the most current books you'll have that that gap of six months between what's currently out on the shelves and selling to what what is available on the service and they have roughly i mean the library is growing but i think they have uh they tout over like thirty-five thousand uh comics in their library for marvel so you know um you definitely have a huge um uh library to choose from let me see while i'm talking to you um Let's see what size, because they always are updating the numbers. And I want to say it is, um, they always are touting, where is it at? It says here 25,000, so library of roughly uh, 25,000 comics. Um, also, since I have it pulled up, I'm just going to backtrack here. So if you, if you, yeah, so I was correct. So if you do sign up monthly, um, it's $9.99 a month. Uh, you end up saving a bunch more money by doing either the annual plan at $69. You save about $50. Or if you do the annual plan, and I was looking at like right now, if you sign up for Marvel Plus, you the actual kit you get, you get like a uh, limited edition Hasbro Marvel Legends Dead, uh, Deadpool Terra Inc. Uh, figure not available anywhere else you get a scotty young exclusive pen uh you get two variant uh comics you get a house of x number one and a house of x um number two uh variant uh cover and you get an x-men patch so it's an x-men centric like bonus package that you get also um, you get invites to exclusive Marvel events, and then you get 10% off Marvel merchandise at the Marvel shop. So you get that kind of extra benefit from just having the comics available to you. Um, I've tried Marvel Unlimited numerous times, and they always have deals that pop up where you can sign up for like free trials for a month or um, like they had a cute promotion when Ant-Man and the Wasp came out. It was like for a penny or, or for a dime or something like that. For a real minimum amount, you you got a free month of, or, you know, at that cost, you got a month of the service. Um, or, or even if you're a part of the Marvel Insider program, which is basically just 
if you sign up for the Marvel Comics site, you get points by doing stuff like watching trailers or reading articles that you would otherwise read other places. If you do it through the site and you sign up for Marvel Insiders, they have points assigned to it. If you play like their mobile games and you link all your accounts and stuff like that, you get all these points and you can actually redeem those points towards different rewards. And I've done that over time. I've gotten like trades that I had enough points built up where digital trades or individual issues, um, uh, like wallpapers you can get. And if you save up enough points, you can actually redeem points to actually get uh, a month of the Marvel Unlimited service. Uh, it's not my favorite of the the different services um, because it's just restricted to Marvel and I like to read a wide variety of stuff. Um, but I um, I don't knock anyone. I think if you are a diehard Marvel fan, I definitely, definitely can highly recommend it. Now, back to DC Universe. Um, DC Universe is a different beast altogether uh, because they don't just incorporate comics where Marvel Unlimited is just comics. DC Universe um, throws everything in a mix. You have comics, you have uh, animation, you have live action movies, uh, you have original television shows as well. So it's an evolution of the subscription model that Marvel built and perfected over the years with Marvel Unlimited. So it's a little bit a different uh, a different beast. And like I said, they've been out. They just recently had their year anniversary back, like I said, August or September. Um, again, you know, they have movies, TV, comic books. They also have like Marvel, like the community tab feature where you can go up there and, you know, you create your profile once you sign up for the service and you can interact and communicate with different comic book fans on specific DC related topics. They have message boards and the, the whole uh, whole like. And um, I, I am subscribed currently and I have been for the majority of the time I've been subscribed to DC Universe. And I've, um, I have to say, I've, at, at the beginning, I was kind of against it because I felt like the content was kind of light. Uh, it costs um, before taxes six ninety nine a month, um, and again, the yearly cost is seventy four ninety nine. Well, what they offer, I feel like, is good. It's been out for a while now. The content library has dropped. You have original series like Titans. Uh, you had Swamp Thing. Uh, you had Doom Patrol. Season two of Titans is out currently, um, which is a really good show, adult show. Um, you have um, Harley Quinn that's getting ready to, to launch soon, um, which is original um, DC Universe show as well. More DC original uh, content in the comics library. It was a little bumpy road and what strategy they were going to use in the beginning as far as how they release comics. At first, they had a curated list. And it was kind of um, limiting you on what you can read and when you can read it and what was available. They moved away from that and then kind of adapted a similar to Marvel. Like, hey, we're going to go, um, you know, kind of go and release the whole back catalog of DC Comics, you know, to you guys. And um, and they're pretty good. It's about roughly, I think, about a six-month window gap as well. And they're constantly adding new books every month. And even day-to-day -day and week-to-week, -week, they'll have a little section in their comic book uh, uh, section, what, what books are new to read. So they're always filtering in new content onto the service, which is good. And for the money, um, I think it's robust. And par partially while I got into the service in the beginning, 
but partially to review it for the, the podcast as well as the YouTube channel and the different platforms. Um, but I, I dig the service. I really enjoyed Titans. It's, I've really enjoyed the show. Um, I'm not in the scary thing, so I didn't watch Swamp Thing. And I haven't went back to watch Doom Patrol yet. And um, I, I like the um, you get um, one of the um, one of the benefits to DC Universe is the DC animated movies, which has been a staple of my channel since they started um, where I do reviews. I review pretty much mostly, if not all the, the releases um, when a new movie comes out, um, not when it comes out digitally, because still digitally has first release rights to it. But once it comes out to home video, they make it uh, available on uh, on actually DC Universe, which is a benefit for me because um, I normally, like I said, review most of them. I actually do the reviews for the movies exclusively now on the Patreon uh, podcast feed. So if you haven't checked out my Patreon, definitely want to do that for as a uh, little as a dollar a month. I do a whole nother exclusive podcast uh, feed for uh, the supporters of the Patreon. And that was one thing they voted on because uh, I was doing the reviews here in the main podcast and it was just not a lot of interest in in the reviews when I did them. So uh, the Patreons voted. They wanted to see me bring those back. So I've been doing those exclusively. So if you wonder if you used to see those reviews here and wonder if I still do them, I do them. But it's just a perk to the to the Patreon campaign because they requested requested me to do them and when i saw the numbers dwindling here i was like okay i'll give it to the people that want to listen to them so um, i i do those reviews over there so uh definitely uh patreon.com forward slash comic book savant and again for a little as a dollar a month you get access to that podcast feed that you would get those reviews on uh, and that was that's one big thing for me as well which keeps me signed up for the service now i wonder with the announcement this week of um, HBO Max, because AT&T, Warner Brothers, uh, all that is, is is one big conglomerate company. They introduced um, HBO Max earlier this week, as of the time this is being recorded. And um, they're going to, we know Doom Patrol is coming over there. They announced things like it's going to be a green lantern or green lantern inspired show that's going to be there that's supposed to tie into the green lantern core movie that they announced uh some time ago so i don't know what that means for the future of dc universe as a service um they said a few months back that the service wasn't going anywhere but that was before this announcement and it's not set to launch till like may of 2020 so we still are some months away but it makes me kind of wonder where this fits in um they pretty much hbo max they're pretty much said like if you already pay for like hbo now which is one of their big digital services it kind of just transforms into hbo um max when that rolls out and i wonder will it be something like that since they're announcing that they're bringing shows over like doom patrol i i don't know it's the harley quinn show then they also have the um green lantern show that's going to be coming up so i'm really curious about about the future but i'm still just i'm not paying for it annually i just pay for it for the month month to month and i don't regret that kind of now because i'm curious about the future but for what it offers i like it as a service and if they would meld it in would they keep the comics aspect of it because they've really worked hard to improve that recently and i wouldn't want to lose that that's worth i hope so i hope they keep this whole and separate um but it's 
the one downfall I will say to DC Universe as a service is that they all they don't have rights to every single piece of content. So when it comes to the movies, you don't have the newer DC uh, EU or whatever they call it, the, the, the worlds, the world of DC, whatever they're calling their theatrical universe. They don't have any of those movies there. They have all the animated stuff. They have things like Watchmen. They have like the old Batman movies on here, old Superman movies, and they rotate those films out. Um, so, um, but those are the things they have available and they don't have the newer television shows like the CW, Berlantiverse, Arrowverse, like shows, those are not available, which from what they said in the announcement, they will be on HBO max. So it makes it confusing, but it was, um, when they, I guess, conceptualized DC universe was putting that all together. A lot of those shows had separate deals and some were on Netflix. Those distribution rights were all over the place. They said they would eventually come as those rights clear up. They will revert and eventually show up here. But I don't know again with HBO max, how that all will work out in the long front long run. But my hope is, and this is why I've supported it pretty much from the beginning. I, I like this space for this service. And I think it's very unique because they, how they blend all the different mediums under the DC umbrella here in one service. And for $6.99, I kind of belly ached about it to the beginning, but starting to see these streaming wars come up for all these new streaming services, I feel like for what you get, it is not a bad price. And I willingly pay it month in and month out to support the service. So that's definitely one to keep an eye on as well. Um, next up, we have uh, Comixology, which is an online digital retailer. But they also have a subscription service called Comixology Unlimited. It's a monthly fee of $5.99 a month before taxes. Um, it's no annual uh, subscription option yet. I'm hoping they eventually get one. Uh, but you have to pay that month to month, cancel at any time. Um, where pretty much you, you know, since they're a digital, well, digital comic retailer got tongue tied on there. It's kind of cool. And they offer in their subscription service, not everything on their site is a part of the subscription service. They have special banners marked on what books are available to you. You can check out up to, um, um, up to, um, 50 books at a time. Um, once you finish a book, you can return it, pick up another book, but you can have 50 checked out at any given time at once. Um, again, they, all the major, uh, publishers are on board. DC was the last holdout. And I think about six or so months ago, they finally joined the bandwagon. So you can get Marvel, you can get DC, you can get image, you can get valiant, you can get, um, I don't think it's any standouts now, um, dynamite boom. All the different publishers are pretty much a part of Comixology Unlimited at this point. So for the price point of $5.99 a month, this is another service that I'm subscribed to. So I'm currently subscribed personally out of the services that I'm talking about here is DC Universe and Comixology Unlimited. And I have one more service I'm going to talk about in a moment. And um, I love Comixology Unlimited. This is my favorite of the subscription services because I like the variety and what books I can check out. You also have a lot of different perks similar to what I was speaking of with Marvel Unlimited, where, you know, you get discounts when you make digital uh, pur uh, purchases. It's the same thing with um, 
with Comixology Unlimited, depending on the publishers, how much like a discount. I think for Marvel DC, you have like a 10 or 15% discount off the cover price. And they literally, like when you see whatever the cover price is, they'll have it marked down and you can see what discount you get and what your price is compared to what the regular retail price is of the item, which is cool. Um, so they, they have those little bonuses built in there. And the awesome thing about the discounts you get is being a Comixology Unlimited subscriber. Say if they have a sale, you get still get your discount above whatever the sale price is. So it helps you save even a little bit more. So like if a book is like, example is $1.99 and you get like a 15% discount, it knocks it down to like $1.69. So you save those little, you know, dollar, those little dimes and change adds up and can allow you to buy another book or another two books if you're buying a bunch of books at one time and i've taken full advantage of those discounts because uh, i buy again primarily digital comics so i check out books via the service as well as buy books when sales come up and on stuff that i want to go back and want to revisit so it's an awesome service based on uh those uh those recently some people don't like Comicsology unlimited like that I swear by it. I've been, I think I've been subscribed to the, the uh, Comicsology Unlimited for two, two and a half, two, two and a half years going, you know, pushing towards three years at this point, I think definitely for sure. It's for sure for two years now I've lost track, I, you know, and I use it. Oh, I use it primarily as my primary uh, go-to for reading digital comics that I buy as well as it's my primary digital uh comic platform at this point is comiXology and comiXology unlimited great service uh, last but not least i could not leave this off because it's launching at the time of this recording it's launching in roughly about two weeks is disney plus um i've already signed up i got a great deal for three year you you pay you uh you get three years but you pay the price of like two years i signed up for three years already for disney plus um, it retails, I think, for $6.99 a month. They got the yearly subscription cost at $69.99. reason why I included Disney Plus, it doesn't have comics included, but it has the Marvel movies. Um, they have original content that is coming. They've already announced a whole slate of shows over the next two to three years that are going to be coming to Disney Plus. Um, they have original Marvel programming um, um, and uh, like behind the scenes shows, plus the movies will be there. A lot of the old um, uh, Marvel comics, uh, cartoons and animation from our childhood is going to be made available there. So I can't wait. Like the old X, the 90s X-Men, the 90s Spider-Man, the um, all, all the even older Spider-Man, the 60s, like Spider-Man cartoons. All of that stuff is going to be available uh, on that platform. So it's for $6.99 a month. And, and you still have access to all the other Disney properties. National Geographic is under the Disney Plus umbrella. Marvel, uh, Disney, Pixar, all of that. So you, for everything that you get included in that, it's a, it's a steal. And it's one, again, that I'm subscribed to already and look really forward because we're a big Disney household. So it was a no-brainer uh, to get that. So again, you don't have the comics portion in that, but you get the live action portion in there, uh, which, you know, the... Disney Marvel movies are huge. Not all of them are going to be available at launch again because distribution deals, but they will be rolling on everything. I think from Captain Marvel on or is exclusively going to Disney plus when it releases on streaming platforms going forward, but it's still other stuff lingering and you don't also 
have access to like the Marvel Netflix shows. And I guess I could include Netflix. If you haven't finished watching those shows, they all have ended at this point because they ended their relationship because Disney, of course, with Disney Plus became a rival of Netflix. So all the Marvel Netflix shows were canceled and uh, it's different platforms to Netflix. I think I pay like $12.99 a month before taxes for that to have those shows. And it was what um, Daredevil, Jessica Jones, um, Luke Cage, Iron Fist, Defenders, Punisher. So they've had multiple shows that all of the shows except for Defenders had at least two seasons. Uh, I think what Jessica Jones, Daredevil had three seasons. Yeah, they were the only ones that had three seasons. Um, again, great shows. So you can include Netflix on as a bonus subscription service. Like I said, I think I have the base high definition plan, I think, and it's like twelve ninety nine a month. That's something you want to consider if you want access to that content and some of the movies. But again, they're eventually in the next, I think, year or so will be rolling off of Netflix and then showing up onto Disney Plus. But you do have the Marvel Netflix shows will stay and live on uh, the Netflix platform. So for that, if you haven't finished watching those shows, they're worth checking out. You might want to consider Netflix, but most people are already subscribed to Netflix. Um, it's rare to find anybody nowadays that is not at least subscribed to Netflix, even though they might not watch it much. It is an option for them and they subscribe to it. So those, like I said, I just wanted to touch on some of these things. Again, we're going into the holidays. People will be gifting stuff. You want to know what to ask for. So if you're not already signed up to these great subscription services, I want it to Again, break them down as best as possible, tell you about them, give you price points. So you can know what to ask for, know what to look for, or know what to get for yourself if you want to treat yourself to some of these services. And um, I know, I think DC Universe has a seven-day free trial. Comics, uh, Comixology Unlimited has a month free trial. I think Disney Plus, when that launches in a couple of weeks, will have a seven-day free trial. Um, and... I think because I've done so many of them, I think Marvel Unlimited, if you've never tried it before, you can get a free month trial. But a lot of times they float a lot of different codes in comics sometime, even on their site. If you look, they'll be like, you know, if you push in this code or if you're on their mailing list, they'll occasionally mail me something like, hey, if you want to go come back and try it for a month, use this code, get a free month of the service. And I would say trial these services, do, a, do the free trial first to get a feel for the service to see if it fits into your flow or if it's something that you would actually use before committing, you know, signing up month to month or doing a year subscription test drive that baby before you purchase that baby. That's what I say. But that's all I have for you guys for this episode. It was something that had been on my mind. We kind of have been talking about it and I noticed I haven't done a lot of content on this part of the comic book savant platform about it, but I didn't feel like it was a lot of interest in it, but I start knowing, hearing feedback from people that, from emails, as well as in uh, the Facebook group about it. So I figured I would, it would be cool to sit down, have a conversation with you guys, put that bug in your ear. If it's something you're interested in or were curious about it and wanted more information. That's why I like to do these comic book discussion episodes to draw on a particular topic related to our hobby. And hopefully, give you as much useful information as possible that will help you make a decision about the topic at hand. So hopefully I did that successfully. As always, I'm your host, James Harris. This is the Comic Book Savant Podcast. Um, you guys stay safe. And until we speak again, you guys be careful. And I will talk to you soon. Take care.